If one can hearken back to the period just before the pandemic turned our lives upside down and inside out, one will remember that the economy was very strong. Unemployment had declined to a 50-year low nationally, and there were abundant numbers of available unfilled jobs. That gave many workers the freedom to at least consider changing their jobs, and many did. As indicated by CNBC, in 2019, workers were quitting their jobs at record rates. Then a bit more than a year ago, the nation lost about 22 million jobs in just a few weeks. All of a sudden, many people were clinging to their jobs. But the pendulum has begun to swing in the other direction. With signs pointing toward recovery in many economic segments, many workers are again considering their possibilities. According to Prudential Financial's Pulse of the American Workers Survey, one in four workers intends to search for opportunities with a new employer once the threat of the pandemic has subsided. Of those would-be wanderers, 80% are considering a shift in employers because they are concerned about their career advancement. 72% indicate that the pandemic caused them to hone new skills, potentially preparing them for a career change over the next few months. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writer Nicole Friedman, the relentless climb in U.S. home prices continues. Those rising prices and tightening supply threaten to cool what has been the hottest housing market in 15 years by sending frustrated home buyers to the sidelines. According to the National Association of Realtors, the median price for existing home sales rose to more than $329,000 in March, a new high. Prices in March were up 17.2% from a year earlier, marking the largest price increase in data going back to 1999. The rise in home prices has been pushing significant numbers of would-be buyers out of the market. Existing home sales declined nearly 4% in March, the second consecutive month of sales declines. A lack of available inventory for sale is creating a fiercely competitive bidding climate, where homes are sitting on the market for shorter periods than ever before. In March, the typical home spent only 18 days on the market. That's the fastest sales pace on record. The supply of homes available for sale in March was 28% lower than what was available in March of 2020. Given all of this, it seems to be a fine time to put one's home up for sale. The problem is that if one does that, one may need to find a home to purchase, and finding one right now isn't that easy. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Over the course of the pandemic, the gap between haves and have-nots has widened. During the worst of the crisis, many white-collar workers, including in high-wage segments like financial services, were able to retain their employment by working remotely. At the same time, many entry-level and near-entry-level workers employed in the restaurant, hotel, retail, and other segments lost their jobs. On top of that, stock prices have boomed during much of the crisis and home prices have skyrocketed, improving the balance sheets of those families that came into the pandemic with assets. Certain policymakers in Washington, D.C. are striving to close some of these disparities. As indicated by writers Gina Smialik and Jim Tankersley, the $1.9 trillion economic aid package President Biden signed into law in March includes a variety of programs to support lower-income Americans. The package includes monthly payments to parents, relief for renters, and help with student loans. The Biden administration is rolling out additional plans that would go even further, including proposing about $1.5 trillion in spending and tax credits to support the labor force by investing in child care, paid leave, universal pre-kindergarten, and free community college. 
for WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. As indicated by writers Paul Hannon and Gwyn Guilford, both the American economy and the broader global one show signs of stronger growth as factories continue to experience booming activity and as service businesses begin to experience the benefits of vaccination programs. After a significant contraction in 2020, the global economy is projected to rebound strongly this year. There were already indications of rebound in the U.S. and China during the earlier months of the year, but recent surveys of purchasing managers indicate that Europe is also beginning to participate in the recovery. True, threats to the recovery remain, including in the possibility of new variants of the COVID-19 virus proving more resistant to vaccinations. Restrictions on economic activity remain in many parts of the world, and India has been reporting record numbers of new infections lately. Nonetheless, the global economy is now on the front foot. Data firm IHS Markets' U.S. Services Index jumped to more than 63 in April, the highest index reading since data collection began in 2009. This signals the fastest pace of economic expansion in at least 11 years. U.S. manufacturers also report upswings in activity despite ongoing struggles to source raw materials. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Many economists and other observers have likened the boom in the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies to the dot-com craze of the late 1990s. As indicated by writer Andrew Brown, then, as now, an investment phenomenon crossed from the world of finance into popular culture. Some remember that many of the dot-coms of the late 1990s lacked business plans, profits, and even revenues. Despite that, for a time, many of these companies enjoyed lofty valuations, until they didn't. The digital currency craze has some of the same features. Dogecoin, a digital coin inspired by a Japanese dog breed, recently attained a valuation of $50 billion, roughly the size of Ford Motor Company. But there is at least one major distinction between the dot-com boom of more than two decades ago and today's crypto craze. The dot-com boom was associated with a period of techno-optimism that placed faith in technological progress and resulted in many believing that there would be an endless dot-com boom. The Bitcoin craze is associated with an end-of-the-world hysteria. The crypto crowd frequently envisions hyperinflation and a collapse of the U.S. dollar. More people are purchasing Bitcoin as a hedge against the weaker dollar, with some referring to it as digital gold. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.